0: welcome to let's talk about movies the podcast where we talk about films i'm one of your hosts aaron i'm your other host liam so yeah um first episode on this one sort of a little bit different to what we normally do because it's just the two of us and actually i don't... hear
1: you say <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we might actually get some conversation in in this one
1: <laughs> no and... give... i think we should give some backstory aaron you messaged me saying i've been thinking about doing like a movie podcast it's something that you know kind of like a little pet project and i was um i was like oh well funnily enough i've been thinking a similar thing i'd like to do well what you said was you wanted to do more movie specific stuff which yeah which is i agreed with because we we try and do it on let's talk about nothing but there's there's so much alcohol and there's alcohol tonight i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) i'm not podcasting without some sort of it's not quite you the know. same level. No, not quite the same level. So yeah, so this is this is Aaron's baby, and I want to join him as much as I can do as well. Sometimes it might just be Aaron, but hopefully it'll be
0: me as well. Yeah, hopefully it won't just be me talking to myself quite as much. <laughs> but what uh... did you think, Aaron? I really liked Aaron. Oh, Shout, <laughs> <time. So>, <laughs> Aaron! Yeah, when I'm having a full-blown conversation, that's when we need to worry. <laughs> yeah. Do we? Um. I are, are you drinking, by the way? Uh, not at the minute. Oh, well, let me
1: just shout out because it is a Let's Talk About Nothing podcast. I'm currently drinking um, Lost Lager by Brewdog. Their first or the world's first carbon negative beer is a free beer that they gave away back in January. I just got mine through a week or two ago and it's fine. It's quite, you know, it's a lager. Yeah. But good on them. Mine good on them. Hasn't, mine was, hasn't arrived yet. I think they sent mine early for some reason. They said because it wasn't meant to come until like, I think the twenty second of Feb they were dispatching them, right? And then they message me just saying, "Oh, we got you getting it earlier." Which was like sweet.
0: No, and it is say,
1: "It's it's a lager, but it's fine.
0: Hmm.
1: It's, free. it's free. It's free. Well, two pound delivery, but I, you know, yeah. I don't begrudge them that for saving the planet." Yeah. Just to, well, so Does carbon negative mean that it reverses climate change? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, logically, you got it. Yeah.
0: See. Yeah. That sounds so, like what it be. Maybe they plant trees for. Yeah, maybe.
1: But it's, it says, um, brew with surplus fresh bread using one third less water powered by brewdog wind turbines. Plant trees. The lost forest in the Scottish Highlands are big reforestation plan to create a carbon clean planet. Here's to you by drinking this beer, you're having a positive impact on the planet. You're welcome,
0: Earth. Well, welcome planet Earth.
1: Yeah, let me do my victory sip Firing cracks on.
0: Well, that sort of leads quite nicely into the today's subject, I think. That's why I did it. Not yeah. just because the only beer in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and as everybody knows from the title of the episode, the film that we're kicking off the podcast with is perhaps not the best film ever, but... It's one of the only films being released at the minute, so we've decided to release a film <laughs> podcast when no films are getting released. Um, but it's Greenland, which is the latest film by mm-hmm. director Rick Romanoir, I believe you pronounce it, who is the guy who's done a few films. He did the last of the Has Fallen films, if anybody's seen them. Uh, they're the ones that also star Jared Butler. Um, He did the the third one, and I believe he's going to do the fourth one as well when that comes out. Um, He also did a film called Snitch with the Rock, which I haven't seen, but it looks like every film with the Rock in it. So make that what you will. But yeah, this is his, his latest one where he has got Jared Butler back. And this one is basically about a comet. That's right, isn't it? Because there's a bit in the film yes. where they mention if it's a comet or uh, a meteorite. No, it's
1: not a meteorite, Dad, you dickhead. It's a comet.
0: Yeah, that's it. So it's a comet that basically they completely misjudge where it's going to hit in Earth, and there's like massive... Tr- and also, we'll get into it. But anyway, it sort of, <laughs> it's, it's coming down, and it's causing a big global catastrophe, like the one that killed the dinosaurs, I think, is sort of the plot. And uh, and Jared Butler has to get his family safe and away. And uh, I think that's generally the plot I don't know if you feel like I've missed yeah. anything there that's no,
1: and the the, the only safe place is Greenland
0: apparently. yeah, yeah, which is i I don't know, I felt like that didn't come up until about halfway through the film, yeah, that they were actually going to Greenland, you're like, oh, that's why it's got that
1: yeah, it's but the uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll discuss the later so i we're gonna do. Non spoilers, or try not to spoil anything first of all, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more spoilery stuff in a little while. This film, I don't know if you remember, Aaron, but I recently, anyway, I've been like kind of getting into like my end of the world, like disaster films, a little bit. It's just the not just the mood of the moment, generally, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Not because they're particularly good. It's just been, you know, quite close to home for me. And um, the last time, and probably the only time. We got to go to the cinema last year. It was to see um, New Mutants. Oh yeah, and this this was a, a trailer on there at the time. And I remember saying to you, got to you and Lee, I was like, I think that was kind of good actually, considering I'm not a huge Jerry Butler fan. He did Geostorm just before this, which I didn't see, but apparently was shite. Not good, apparently. Yeah, and then, and because disaster films aren't particularly good generally speaking either. You you both kind of turned to and went. It's not going to be good, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it on Amazon the other, the other last week. I thought, "Fuck, okay, I'm just going to stick it on and watch it,"
0: and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, because that's that's the sort of story behind this one. I think so far is that it was a film that was being widely advertised as we were leading up to the sort of lockdown this time last year, kind of thing. As being coming out soon, and then obviously lockdown happened and nothing got released. So eventually it's just wound up on, on Amazon over here. Um yeah, Amazon have
1: bought it, haven't they? And because yeah. it's now it's now a prime original.
0: Which is I always Tenuous. feel like it's a bit of a yeah. yeah, a bit of a weird advertising for these films because they all do it, but but yeah. Um so I was uh I mean, fair play to you. It was better than I thought it was gonna be. I'll say that. See? Which, I mean, you go in with sort of... Low expectations. Low expectations. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to be better than that. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I did look into a little bit of the past of the film while I was sort of reading into this. And originally, starting life in May 2018, apparently the lead actor was supposed to be Chris Evans. Oh. Now that would have been a different film, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel like actually Jerry Butler works more.
0: Jerry Butler definitely feels like he's... He's a dad, isn't he? He's in got that, that bit mold. Of a dad card. Yeah. He, you know, he's played this role quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. Whereas Chris Evans, I like, know he has done... Um, I think the film was called Gifted. I haven't seen it. but that, He's a dad in that one, I think.
1: And he's probably... He's, Chris Evans got some range. He can, he can act when he wants He could be see. a dad. And he's probably... A be, he is, well, I feel like he's a better actor than Jared Butler, but
0: just... Yeah, you know, probably. Just,
1: I'm trying to maybe they'd have to age down the family, maybe, or the wife anyway. And you know, it might not be Marina bakerin yeah, if that's how you say your name. But certainly, as it is now, I feel like Jerry Butler definitely suits that life.
0: He's definitely than. the uh, like, like you say, suited to that role, isn't he? I think,
1: yeah, he's got it down to it. You know, some actors are typecast for like different things. Jerry Butler now, I feel like, has, has reached that dad's yeah. yes.
0: See, that was where I was looking at this, with Jerry Butler. Because generally, he seems to play, like, uh, sort of, I don't know. He, he, this dad thing maybe is something a little bit new for him. I was looking back through his roles, and it's like seems to be like, he either plays super secret agent guy, like he does in the the Has Fallen films, or he'll be sort of kind of gangstery type bloke, uh, like Den of Thieves. And there was uh, Gamer as well, which came out about 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember Gamer. So we sort of had those Gamer, kind of oh, Ga- well. what, was, what was Gamer just a rip-off of? Running yeah, Man. But... It was like Running Man, but for video games instead of TV shows, wasn't it? Which one's Running Man? The Arnold Schwarzenegger one.
1: Is that the one where... I can't remember that. I don't know if I've seen that. I was thinking of the one where they have to like, death race and stuff like that.
0: They're all the same film. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. They're all very, very similar. So, um, yeah, I... I feel like he, although it feels like you've seen Jared Butler do this same thing a hundred times already, I was like, I don't I don't know if he has actually. This is this is maybe something a little bit new for him.
1: Yeah. What was that one where he played where he was like he was a good guy but a bad guy? Like he got falsely imprisoned or
0: something and was taken was that, it out of him. Um Abiding Citizen, you'll think Yeah, that?
1: that was that was a good film. Yeah. The There's
0: Another one where he's the good guy but he's also the bad guy. Yeah. Like your gamers and your dena thieves and that kind of thing.
1: If, if I was him, I'd probably quit as a bodyguard in the Has Fallen series. He <laughs> keeps getting. I feel like this shit think, keeps happening. Things this, keep getting worse for him. Yeah, just leave, mate. You probably made enough money. You got how much? How much does a, a president's? I'm going to search this.
0: How much does a president's bodyguard make? Yeah. How much? Well, while you're searching that, I will just say as well that while Chris Evans was joined. Uh, was in the leading role, the director at the time was apparently Neil Blomkamp, who is the guy who did District 9. That would have been a very different film. Chappie, yeah. That's, that was what I thought. Whereas now we've got, you know, the guy from the Has Fallen films with the director of the Has Fallen, latest Has Fallen film, where it very much is in that mould. I feel like Chris Evans and Neil Blomkamp are definitely bringing a different energy to it. Yeah. um, one hundred and ten grand a year. Dollars. Oh, so, yeah, so, they're doing all right. I mean, yeah,
1: he's probably a millionaire by now. Well, you know, taxes and stuff, but how
0: long has yeah. he been doing it for? Enough, long enough. Maybe, long enough that you'll have more money than I ever will. Maybe it's one of them things like, you know, like top-level sports star where you can only do it for like four years or something. Yeah, maybe, but still. I don't 50 know. grand a year, 200 grand he's making off that. Pff, easy money, easy money Just stand in front of someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. You have to do that thing. You know that one where I think it was the North Korean car where they all have to jog around it afterwards as well. That Um, That doesn't look like fun.
1: I think where this where this differs a little bit, and okay, it's a tropey thing in disaster movies that you know the dad has to protect his family or whatever. But this follows just so closely to the family. You, the, the disaster is kind of almost an afterthought. It's just something that's happening. It's almost, a, that's almost the MacGuffin in effect. You know, they, they're just navigating around that. Yeah, I definitely
0: felt that like at times. Like at times, you, you, not, I don't know, you don't want to say you forget about it, but it was very much in the background to this sort of the family drama elements of it that were going on. It, it could have been almost a film, like a, like a purge film or something like that, where it wasn't the end of the world quite, but we just, fighting against these mitigating factors to try and yeah. get together
1: yeah and to to set the scene so he's estranged or he's just been coming back to his family house with his missus and his son because you later like, find out that he's had an affair in the past so they're they're starting to give it another go when there's this there's this asteroid oh sorry there's this is comet well what's yeah. the comet called Clive, or something like that. It was
0: something stupid. It's wasn't got it? a
1: really, yeah, like a really white guy name, Norman Clark. It, Clark. Was it? Cl- I was close with Clive. Yeah. Um. Clark's coming, and you know they're getting back together and all that stuff. And Clark's coming. The kids are excited. They're having like a a, a, a a get together with the neighbors and stuff. First of all, that's my first note. Is it? It seems that this get together, and it's like five families that are coming that it's not bring your own booze, they're <laughs> supplying the beer. So his wife sends him out to the shop. And first well, first of all, he gets the same mustard as I have at home. Nice. Um that's a he gets good spot. he gets like he gets like eight beers. <laughs> well they are like, American. Yeah but this this isn't the problem with American movies. All of them. I'm typecasting here. They they just, they don't they don't that's not how you drink. Eight beers you you take eight
0: beers yourself to a barbecue Episode one on the talking about films podcast, and Liam's already. This is the problem with American films. <laughs> Irish cinema tells <laughs> how it is. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that made me really mad. Uh, it took me a second because I was like, because I've seen it twice now. So I watched it a week or two ago. text down I was like, "Hey, that film's actually pretty good." So then we decided that this would be the first film that we'd do. So I rewatched it today so I could make some notes. And yeah, I was like, I'm sure he only gets a few beers. And I was like watching the screen really intently because you don't really see it clearly. And then you just see him pushing the trolley. And there's two, like four packs of bottles. Bottles as well, not even cans. Who's that Who's that feeding?
0: Tell yeah, me. You, you would be pretty disappointed if he turned up for that. It's like, yeah. oh, no, no, don't worry, guys. We'll, we'll stock your booze. And then he turns up and he's like, I'm have half a bottle each. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Sounds like one of my parties. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so, where we? so, so we, they're having a party and then this is when the asteroid hits and the asteroid hits off course, which I don't... It's just mathematics, right?
0: Yeah. So at first... You know where I, it's going to hit. I had a sort of problem with this. It was like, I don't... It doesn't feel like this would happen, that, that all the scientists who have been... Everybody's looking out for this and they just go, oh, yeah, it turns out it wasn't going to hit the middle of the ocean. It just hit Florida or whatever. Mm. How wrong could it be? But apparently... That is a thing that's happened. There was one in uh, in Russia, I believe, uh, 2013, I think it was. Um, and a similar sort of thing happened. They were like, oh, it's going to land nowhere near anybody and it actually landed near this town. It wasn't nearly as big as, obviously, this film because hmm. not everybody died. But um, Spoilers. But yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not everyone died in the film. But that's the sure premise. Is.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, I'll almost give it a pass. They they kind of try and throw that off a little bit earlier than that by saying, like, oh, the news said that when it, you know, gets too close to the sun, it gives off gases, which changes its t- trajectory a little bit. Fine. But they've got a film crew literally following it. Like l- literally <laughs> yeah. following it from <laughs> it, and they're counting down.
0: And it's by... like it just goes behind one oh. cloud and they're like yeah. <laughs> oh, I lost That's it. it. <laughs> Where's it gone? Yeah.
1: Like, how fucking wrong can you get it?
0: That's a good point. Maybe that is because I didn't read that thing about the Russian one till like much after I'd seen the film. And at the film at the time of watching the film, I was very much in that same sort of it doesn't seem like it would happen. Yeah. Especially not when they're all of a sudden like, oh, oh, let's just go over to Tampa now and there's a helicopter already there showing the massive crater. <laughs> so yeah. It's not without its um massive plot holes, should we say?
1: Comet holes.
0: Comet holes. Massive holes in the ground. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I thought, like I say, on the whole, decent enough film. Not a bad way to spend a couple of hours.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: it's not at the, the, the minute.
1: The middle was a little padded, I felt like, on, on a rewatch. Mm. Just, it just felt a little bit draggy. But i got to say, this this film really carries its tension. It's got such a good use of tension.
0: Yeah, like, there's I'd so, say so many
1: parts where you're like, oh shit. And even like um this like at the when just after the, the first comets hit, because if this it there's one comet, but it, it's a like a collection, it breaks off.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so even after that's hit, like so Jerry Butler and his family basically have got a text message to say, Look, you've been selected for shelter, um, go. And this text message comes through when they everyone all like all the friends and family are there so they're like why first of all there's like it's really natural reactions and you kind of feel yourself like almost part of that conversation because obviously everyone's panicking because la has been blown to shit and your mate your best mate she's got a text been like yeah you can go and everyone's mm-hmm. like you, it's like the natural reactions you'd have is like oh maybe it's on TV.' But wait we didn't get a text message but then the the moment afterwards where they're starting to drive off and the text message basically says jerry butler Mount marina backer in and your little kid you three are allowed come um so as it's starting to drive off like one of the neighbors comes out with the kid and it's like take my kid take my kid take my kid and oh, it's heartbreaking like because what would you do in that situation
0: and you have I to. i mean it's it's probably one of the better parts of the film i think and by the way if anyone hasn't guessed we're kind of into spoilers now
1: this is this is the first ten minutes of the film. This is still
0: you still yeah okay um, oh, but... okay
1: okay. So ju- for, for argument's sake, that's like saying yeah, it maybe nothing happens. Maybe nothing hits the earth. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: all right. Um, but that, I thought that bit was quite well acted in the um, in Marina Baccarin and and Jared Butler in their sort of. They can't. You can obviously see that they want to save the child. They want to bring it with them but they can't because they'll just get turned away as well yeah. for bringing him or whatever. So it's it's sort of well acted in, and you can see that how they're struggling with that yeah. that moment I, as I, well. I like
1: all of the actor-to-actor like, actor, actor, acting. Does that make sense? I, everything's I believable in it. All like, even the, even the neighbour next door.
0: Yeah, I liked all like, of the adult acting, I'll say that okay yeah that's fair yeah that's another one of my my too of, bad though it kind of annoyed me
1: i've seen a lot worse
0: but okay i mean okay. i've seen a lot worse that's not uh, uh yeah you know, but yeah, there was a little bit where i was like oh, okay kid just a little bit less calm it down a little bit i mean it's only bit, yeah. it's only
1: potentially the end of the world or maybe nothing hits but it's only potentially <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's in, the end of the world or nothing hits. That's what they should have called the film. <laughs> Actually, less spoilery than the actual title. So, um, go the on. one bit I wanted to dive into was the supporting roles, if you like. I thought there was some pretty great supporting roles. Obviously, like the main one, and again, slightly spoilery because he shows up later on is uh, is Scott Glenn who people might know from... David Carradine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who people might know from being literally in everything, pretty much. He was in uh, Silence of the Lambs. He's been in Apocalypse Now. He's in Training Day. He he was in Daredevil, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for Red October. The man's been in in all sorts, and he's always pretty great in it. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that shows up—he he plays Marina Baccarin's dad. And yeah, yeah he's, he's he's good. Another guy that shows up is a guy called David Denman, who played Ralph. He was in the—he's from the American
1: Office. Who's I can't remember his name. He's Pam's ex. Is so he? See, yeah, and he so seeing that. him go from that to this because he's ace in this. Okay,
0: yeah. See, I've seen him in—he <laughs> um, was in *Brightburn*. Not seen that yet. Uh, Logan Lucky, but I feel like generally he always plays that character where you're never quite sure if he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy and he plays that really well and he does it again in this one. It's another one where you're never quite sure what he's going to do. Can we go with spoilers? Uh, Go on. Do we have anything else to say? I'm I'm just going to say there was another one as well. Is Holt McCallany I believe it's pronounced. I've never actually heard it. But he is... um, he was a pilot in this. Oh yeah, and probably. he's been in quite a lot as well. He's like a bit of a favorite of, um, of David Fincher because he's been in Alien Three and Fight Club, and he plays one of the main roles in Mindhunter as well. Okay, um, and he, he's a really good actor as well. When he showed up, it was like, oh, it's that guy. He's you know usually pretty good in everything. So that was another one. Um, and then the last one I wanted to mention. Is a guy that I saw it and he kind of he was only in it very, very shortly. He uh he plays Colin, um, I believe the character was called. So the guy um, in the truck, yeah, he's in the truck yeah. and he's not in it for very long, but it felt like the film wanted you to notice that he was in it. Yeah, and I sort of like I kind of recognized him and I couldn't figure out where from. Um, so I googled him afterwards, anyways. I want to do. And he'd been in the Babysitter films, which are Netflix films that are not great, but they're all right, enough horror films. He was in that. But when I Googled him anyway, it turns out he was actually one of the most followed people on Vine. And he's now a massive TikTok star with like 20 million followers or something. Oh, shit. So I'm like, I probably should know him from that, but I'm not. I don't have a TikTok. I'm too old for that. (laughs) Do you mean a TikTok? A TikTok, yeah, as I put it in my phone (laughs) as So yeah, um, King Batch, I believe he's called. Is his TikTok name?
1: What uh, What vines would I know him from?
0: Again, I can't really think. Maybe I did know him from vines from watching vines. Because we,
1: but... we're too old for TikTok. But we can but, remember know, Vine. We loved. We, I don't even think I liked Vine when it was out. But looking back, Vine, Vine <laughs> was, was a all great the videos time. Videos on
0: YouTube about vines.
1: Yeah, I love the top classic vines.
0: So. <sighs> Yeah, maybe I'll have to look out hit look up his best of vines on YouTube instead as well. But, but yeah, that was that was another one that's sort of another notable uh, mention in there. But yeah, go hey. on them, go into yes spoilers. Spoilers. Speaking
1: of the guy from the office. Fuck me, that's a great scene. The one where he like just, you can just see him. Oh, you, remember, you know in um Spider-Man: Homecoming where the vultures in the car, but everyone's in the car and the vulture, you can see him like putting two and two together. You just like see him glancing in the mirror. Like, yeah, it's, it's a very that, similar uh,
0: technique, isn't it?
1: That We yeah. mostly
0: just see the back of his head. Yeah. You just see his eyes in the, in the rear view mirror,
1: but you get in his mannerisms. And again, and again, it's that same, like if you were in that situation, you know, you've got the person. So, okay, set the scene. It's spoilers. Um Jerry Butler has been separated from his wife and kid. His wife and kid have just, escapes like a a, a, a looting at the pharmacy, and this couple have been like reluctantly said you can travel with us up north. Conversation got to the fact that the Marina Backlund and the kid could have got on the plane, but weren't allowed in the end. And that's 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 all the setup you really need. So they're in the car, and the the wife said, "Nice." The guy seems nice enough, and I think he was like built to be like a genuinely kind of nice guy. He wasn't like a a nasty person. But it's just that that thought of, like, well, what would you do? Like, as I say, you've got your wife there, the person that you absolutely love the most, and he, he's justifying it to himself, like, I can sacrifice you, but I can save your son and then save my wife and obviously my, myself as well. Oh, my God, that fucking... I got it. As a father of a dog, I totally <laughs> got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't help but feel like this guy's plan is... Never going to work is it? Well, yeah. Yeah, but you, you he wasn't really scores, obviously, right? he yeah. wasn't thinking straight in that moment. It's kind of a this is my only chance, I need to take it. And he basically ends up abducting the child. Um, yeah. so yeah, that, and it's, it's, a, yeah, really well done. Like I said, I thought he did that role brilliantly. Um, I've not seen The Office, so I hadn't got that kind of shading on him. Um, but I can see how that would throw you a little bit.
1: I didn't, I was like, the, the whole first time I watched it, I was like, I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere. And it was only on the rewatch there. So I was like, I know you from The Office, bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the penny drops.
1: Yeah. So like, you shouldn't be like this. You're quite nice. Um, one thing I did think is there's no more dogs in the world. And that made me really sad because there's no, because there's oh, yeah. no service dogs because they're not letting people with chronic illnesses or you know they're not letting people with illnesses in there
0: there's no way dogs oh, yeah, I'll be, I, I wouldn't even bother going to greenland just
1: leave me outside <laughs> world without dogs. okay and why was the no illness thing was that a resource management thing or was it
0: because they want to build a better be, world right. like a eugenics kind of thing hmm. i figure it's probably more the former like you can't just like we can't be just letting any old Tom, Dick and Harry with any disease we're going to have to look after them as well. And we don't know how long it's going to be that we're in here and all of this kind of thing.
1: But well, you've got to assume then that they obviously had
0: stuff there because the kid made it nine months. Yeah. I want to get into the ending. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I say, the, the, the last, so the ending of the film is that they need to get to Greenland because apparently Greenland is the only place with underground bunkers that everybody can get into. Um, so people are being selected to go to it like jerry butler and his family but they get turned away because his son's diabetic now obviously there's sort of all these military planes that are being taken and obviously it feels like everybody's being checked off on a register and it's all kind of but then the sort of crux of the plot is that if you just get up to canada and just fly over they'll just let any tom dick and harry in apparently yeah i think that
1: was more just like a you know, they're only letting people there, but if they, if I think that's just humanity taking over. They're seeing like 10 people
0: in the wilderness in Greenland, possibly, but I also feel like in in the real world, if you think those army dudes or whatever are not just going to be like, get away from here right now and turn the guns on them, you, you've probably <laughs> got another thing that's, coming. That's very fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that another thing that hit me was like that. I thought was really good was like when, when they were getting turned away, and just like, come on, just. What would you do if it was your family and the, the sergeant
0: or whatever? It's just like, yeah, my family didn't get selected. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That another bit, like that bit. Well done bit. But yeah, like I say, my whole thing with that was like, that last 20 minutes or so really didn't work for me. It was, if you just turn up, they're just going to let you in. I was like, well, presumably this is like all managed and that. So they've all got so many enough resources to last them. Yeah. And if you're just letting any person who just turns up, I mean, granted, there's probably not going to be a lot because how many non-commercial flights can you get, etc. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it what, was really weird.
1: Yeah, I'll go with you on that. I wish, you know what I wish I'd done was ended it a little more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit more open. So so towards the end of the, of the film, the kids, like... He he mentions that he got told that you've live flashes before your eyes. Um, as you when you're about to die. And like you you, just before the comet hits, because we're in spoilers, it hits, it hits big time. And um, and he's like, my life didn't flash, my life didn't flash. And then you hear the, you know, the the collision happens, and then it kind of like cuts to white, and then you see like flashbacks of them. I kind of wish they'd just, it. They'd there, done, well, no, I kind of wish they'd done that. Ambiguous was the word I was looking for, not open. Um, they'd done that, and but then rather than cut to the next scene, which is where the doors open, there's birds right outside the door for some reason, and you know they're all happy and whatever. And then they showed like devastation around the world. I kind of wish they'd cut to white, shown the flashbacks, and then cut to the final.
0: The devastation. Kind of, but...
1: kind of, the devastation. You know, and, and then you get the ham radios coming through, just like, "Are you there? Are you there?" I kind of wish it was just that. I didn't. I
0: think you need didn't to need to see, see them all walking out together, all in. Yeah, yeah. I think I would more was kind
1: of Yeah, I would have rather had it like. Oh, so we saw the we saw the the life you know the the flashing preview, yeah flash, yeah life flashing before their eyes or whatever. But then we've heard things afterwards. Like maybe they did, maybe they, I kind of wish was it more than that? Maybe some people wouldn't have found that as satisfying, but I don't know. It just seemed a bit rosy at the end. And yeah, also like I, I to think see... that was
0: another thing I thought the same as well. It was all a little bit, everything was a little bit too neat and tidy. And also that bit that you were mentioning where the kid was like, Oh, my life didn't flash before my eyes. I think that was when I wrote down this child's quite annoying.
1: <laughs> so you made it, you know, two hours then. Yeah, the nearly. Time. Yeah. I would I would like to see. The next nine months, so obviously, they they skip when they get into the bunker, then it skips to nine months later when they come out, the ashes cleared, which would take hundreds of years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nine months, it's pretty shit, it's literally enough be. to kill out every species on earth. for last time it happened, but yeah, nine months, sorry. <laughs> um, I'd like to see you know, like.
1: The nine months of them rebuilt. Like, how does civilization then sort of come back? You know, it's kind of like a zombie apocalypse, film, but without the zombies. You know, civilization. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you are not selling that very well.
1: <laughs> it's Mad Max. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, I want to see that.
0: So you want to see Greenland too?
1: Yes, I'd see Greenland too. The. Green- I mean, I'll probably watch it
0: just because, you know, it's free. Yeah. Uh, I did yeah, like just put it on Prime. I'll I'll start, just watch it; it'll be fine. I did
1: like there's um one bit the driving down the road, and then on the radio it says, "Oh, molten debris is falling in New York," and then but well, they didn't, but they forgot to say was specifically right where you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but,
0: but I think it was just a bit before that where they were like, "Oh, we're just outside New York" or something like that, or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, it literally was very. I, I mean. I think in general, the effects were pretty good. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't like, bec- but there was some really really shoddy CG, like Independence yeah. Day one level of like oh, the planes
1: blowing up near the start. That was yeah. A few of them were. There's real a few bad. of the,
0: the impacts or a few of the bits like that. Was all a little bit. Mm. So I can do that on my phone, like literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I can> just... <laughs> this isn't a multi-million dollar feel to it at this point but but generally i think i noticed some bits like for the news footage as well that you saw on tvs as people they would have like real footage of people in forest fires and stuff because i've seen that same videos on like reddit and stuff
1: (laughs) no way yeah i was like oh
0: that's that's cool i guess maybe a little bad taste yeah i wasn't quite sure (laughs) but uh but yeah so i don't know if you've got any other notes on greenland
1: no, I think that's Yeah, I think that's all on my notes. I've got the same mustard as me. Eight hey, beers. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs>
0: it's all the important ones. Don't your anyone? favorite. Your favorite part of the film <laughs> where you went to the shops right at the beginning. I was like,
1: "That's my mustard." <laughs> um, do we need um, like a rating system for this?
0: Well, you can do. To be fair,
1: because I, um... I, know we temp- I know. Sorry, I know we've attempted. Very well in the in the other pod, which has gone from thumbs up to Rockys, like a Rocky scale to I don't know what else. Yeah, the
0: Rocky scale is never gonna work because we can never remember what it was. And yeah, and we disagree on what the best Rocky is. So. <laughs> yeah. I will say that um I I have got a letterbox account, um, Ooh. which is uh, in a row 37, all one word. If anybody wants to follow me on there, I will be posting more. I probably I do tend to post sort of short reviews and, and ratings of films on there. So if we're giving it that, it's it's a five star system, but you can give half stars. So effectively it's a ten star system. Um what, what what a rating are you gonna give it? I would give this a three and a half
1: for what I, it is. Oh wait, no. Are we saying that two and a half or three is average?
0: I mean, it's your scale, I suppose, at the end of the day. I give
1: it a, fuck it, I'm giving it a three
0: and a half, I just based on what it is. I really yeah, enjoyed it. That's fair. Um, I give it a three, so we're not a million miles apart on that one, which I feel like is probably not going to happen that much. We both tend to like the same films and watch the same shit generally. And, you know, we both got great taste, so. Well, exactly. That's why we're doing this podcast together. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I gave it three. Um, my what review is... My review on there was pretty much nothing because I wanted to save it all for this podcast. (laughs) What I'm just going to do is when I post this, I'll just link it into that review.
1: Yes, do that. Uh, I was going to say just get like a transcript so you can just like copy and paste (laughs)
0: what we said, but then people will need to listen to it. So So just put the link. Just put the link. Just say, we've discussed it on this. Listen to it there. So yeah, that's uh, that's our first one. Um, We've got some other films coming up. In the being released in the next few months, hopefully, there will be actual films released this year.
1: Oh, we definitely got films being released. Uh, so the next one we're going to do is Willy's Warehouse,
0: uh, Willy's Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland, yeah, which is uh, Nick Cage film, and we'll discuss that next time.
1: And we're going to do we're going to release these, I guess, outside of the regular schedule as well. So if let's talk about Nothing Is Fortnightly, you might get this. In between, or you know, there might be
0: weeks gaps. between them. Yeah.
1: yeah, Um, but it's not part of the regular schedule. So,
0: so this is more make like sure a, a bonus pictures. for you.
1: Yeah. So th- basically, this is a taster of what we're going to start charging for on our Patreon when we get big enough. <laughs> yeah,
0: when we actually get <laughs> listeners. Yeah. No, we got your dad. My dad.
1: Yeah, he is. Your dad is, officially, is our officially
0: number one fan. Yeah. And the guy from. um uh, what was that podcast you said? The drunk review. Drunk review. Although we, I mean, I, I, oh boy, if we were stealing their ideas before, we're definitely stealing their ideas now. <laughs> we're not that drunk though. It's fine. I've only oh, yeah, that's me. true. No, we're I'm drunk Jackie on the drunk. other ones. This is the one where we review things. We're yes, just, we're mixing it.
1: We and we might still review stuff on the other ones, but this is where the serious reviews happen. Yeah, this is the less drunk bit.
0: For now, for now. <laughs> 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 Depends how long this lockdown goes on for. Yeah. Telling me. Uh, the only other thing, as well, Liam, is we've got to think of a way to sign off this podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, we don't have, we could just copy um, in, cut in, dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get that from one of
0: the other episodes. Yeah. Uh, how do we cut in this? Uh, I'm Liam. And I'm Aaron. Uh, bye. Bye.